Princess Rise for their Majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast. And please join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And you can also send us an old-fashioned email at info at And we have a giant episode. Yeah, yet another crazy-ass week. <laughs> That's the only way to put it. I'm glad you said that. Yes. If you listened to last week's, you know that we clearly recorded on Tuesday night as Meghan Markle was at Polo Bar with Serena Williams and her friend from Soho House. Mm-hmm. And listening to it, I don't want to say it was painful, I find everything we do delightful, but we are so wrong. Yeah, I know. We're like, the baby shower might be happening now. Or Actually, no, I was proud of myself because I said alleged baby shower. Alleged baby shower. Yeah, like we just, it was changing so quickly. But so now the New York trip is, we don't have to say allegedly done. It's extremely done. She's in Morocco right now Yeah. Um, as we're recording. But yeah, we have to recap the rest of the New York trip. Yes. And then we have... So many updates. We got Morocco. Mm-hmm. We got Beyonce. Wow. We got the Oscars. We got a spa. Mm-hmm. We got a book news. Yes. I should say some book news. Some book news. Um, some Chrissy book Teigen news. is in there. Chrissy Teigen. Like, oh my God. It's, sort of, it's a very glamorous week. The theme of this episode is glamour. So you can he- like hold up your sequined caftan and your champagne. Speaking of glamour, why don't you tell us about this week's Royal Refreshment? And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. Oh, it's a mangarita. So if you've noticed, we we tend toward the Rita's family, but that's because somebody in the offices of our podcast has like a giant case of them. So we take them sometimes if I can't find anything else. Yeah. So this week I'm drinking a mangarita. Lisa is dry because she's not feeling so well. Yes, I am drinking throat comfort tea. There you go. Um <laughs> a steady recovery for lisa please Um, keep her in your thoughts uh and then we have a listener email from robin may i do it yes (laughs) please because i haven't read it so i feel strongly about it so the subject it's from robin uh queen robin of georgia actually is how she signs off and the subject line is random encounters princess lisa of brooklyn and royal consort caitlin now okay i'm down with that i love that (laughs) that's cool Uh, it's so great. That's um, really awesome. I'm glad that you know your place. I was going to say, I love being your wife in this situation and also <laughs> your sort of hanger on. I always feel like, you know, consort is obviously a wonderful, uh, special title, but it really just means wife. Um, thank you. And I love the pod. Have you had the pleasure of viewing the movie Random Encounters? It came up on my Roku channel stating it starred Meghan Markle, so I had to check it out. While I don't prescribe that her character represents who Meghan is, I love the idea that she brings some of herself to the role. A cool girl slash roommate, sexually open slash knowledgeable, secure in herself, supportive of her friends, believes in romance. Again, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's a wonderful guilty pleasure from Queen Robin of Georgia. She, I have not heard of that. I haven't either. I just Googled it and the movie poster looks like it's Megan's head really zoomed in and blown up and then behind it's like two people. But I don't think this movie actually stars Megan. I think she's in it, but she's not like the star. So it's kind of funny that I'm sure they like changed they, it. They've, they've remarketed it. Yeah. I mean, wisely. I think I'm, this is an alleged situation because I don't know. Okay. But it's a fairly recent movie. 
Do we know? 2011. It said oh, wow. on my Google. That's, so what? What studio or what have you is remarketing the ad campaign now? Someone smart, to be honest. I have no idea. Also, some other movie that she was very briefly in that looks kind of dirty. Mm-hmm. That's coming out too, and I saw oh, places writing it up. But she was she's like very very briefly in it. So all these places are like capitalizing on her. I don't know. I feel like the only place that's doing it right is the Hallmark Channel because she is freaking adorable in the Hallmark movies. Oh, I like that a lot. And also, didn't they talk about rebooting Deal or No Deal with the briefcase girls? That also feels like a Meghan Markle tie-in. Really? Yeah. Maybe it never went off the air. I don't know. I think I truly remember that from Gary Gennetti making fun of the briefcase girls thing on his Instagram when he's Prince George being snarky about her. I'm proud to say I've never watched that show. (laughs) I think you're not missing much. Um, And then we have this week in royal history. It's a doos. And now, this week in royal history. It's a dues. Yeah. Uh, February 24th, 1981, Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer announced their engagement. Um, and this is the report from the BBC we pulled. Um, as you can imagine, it has lots of just deeply unfortunate quotes about oh the hope with which these two are entering into marriage and stuff. Um, I mean, there's a couple of things that make me squirm, right? So uh, first, the statement, it is with greatest pleasure that the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh announced the betrothal of their beloved son, the Prince of Wales, to Lady Diana Spencer. Uh, Prince Charles proposed to Lady Diana three weeks ago at a private dinner at Buckingham Palace before she went to Australia. He wanted her to use the trip to think over his proposal, but she accepted immediately and he gave her a diamond and sapphire engagement ring, which, of course, is the one that Kate Middleton now wears. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of love the idea of him proposing and then being like... Take a three-week trip to think about it. He's like, you think about this one. Like, you need to really seriously consider what we're about to do to your life. Um, And they managed, it says, despite the intense public interest, they kept it a secret. Lady Diana, who is 19, will leave her job as a kindergarten teacher. I know. 19? 19. Oh, my God. What were you doing at 19? I couldn't decide on a major. Me either. I changed my major, like, eight times. I know that. Um... That summer, I worked in a beauty store. That summer, I was 19. I helped little old ladies pick out hair dye. I think at one point when I was 19, I was a French major, and now I can't speak French. (laughs) (laughs) A French major? Briefly. Briefly. That would have deeply helped us, I think, with pronunciations of things. Um, So that Wasn't meant to be. (laughs) It wasn't meant to be. Um, And then, in a quote, the... Uh, Prince Charles said he was 32. The 32-year-old prince said he was, quote, delighted and frankly amazed that Diana is prepared to take me on, which is like a Mm. very funny and actually kind of Prince William-y kind of dad joke to me. Uh, As always, kind of creeped out that they were 32 and 19. Yeah, I think that's very weird. Like if I am 32 now and you are almost 32. I am. So if any of our friends were dating a 19-year-old, I'd be like... Mm. You're dating a freshman in college. Like, you're not my friend anymore. (laughs) It's questionable. Um, And then there was something else. Oh, this is... Looking shyly up through her long blonde fringe and giggling occasionally, Lady Diana said she too was, quote, delighted and thrilled, blissfully happy. Asked how she would cope with this dramatic change to her life, she said, prepare yourself, with Prince Charles beside me, I cannot go wrong. Wow. But it... She has spoken of... I mean, in the Martin Bashir interview, she spoke about how happy she was at the beginning and how naive she was. And this, yeah. like, really sounds like it. She was truly in bliss, you know, or I guess it sounds like she was 
blissfully happy and she had no idea what was going to happen. And yeah, it's so sad. I know. I have one more dark quote to share from the BBC. Um, So they spoke to her father, Earl Spencer. Um, That day he said, you know, of course, he's very happy as well. Uh, He said his daughter had handled the pressures of media attention over the last six months very well. Quote, it will be easier now. She will be under some protection, whereas before she had to face the music on her own. <laughs> Drink your peach Arita. Yeah, ma- excuse me, mango. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Who is this person who likes Aritas? I no, I have a lot of questions. Remember when Kristen came on the show, Kristen Meinzer, and she was mm-hmm. like, I want to try this, and then she regretted it. It's not, oh, and this is also uh, room temperature. <laughs> it's not helping. It's just like a melted lollipop. I say this every time an Arita crosses my path. It's just... Like a Jolly Rancher hard candy. I guess it's super convenient that I came down with a cold. <laughs> yes. So from that um, incredibly dark um, This Week in Royal History, we have to pop back into New York to one of the happier weeks of my 2019 thus far. If yes. not the happiest. Probably the happiest. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Portugal was fine, but um, Meghan Markle being in New York. So here's what we had wrong last episode. We recorded Tuesday night. We thought we still didn't know if the baby shower had actually happened that day. And also it's not our fault because literally everywhere was reporting it was happening on Tuesday. Oh, of course. Listen, it was a very confusing trip. Now that it's over, it seems like it makes sense. But at the time, we were like, where is she going? Why is Abigail Spencer going in? But now Meghan Markle's coming out. That was all Tuesday. And I was looking at the live updates while we were doing the episode. I'm like, why are there no more updates on this shower? I'm like, this is crazy. And that's because it hadn't happened yet. So on Wednesday morning, which was snowy, just to like add to the adorableness of the Mm -hmm. occasion, um, was when she had the actual shower. So we saw Amal Clooney walking in. We saw, we didn't see Serena, but it was widely reported that Serena Williams was the host and it was reported that serena williams um like paid for everything (laughs) booked the penthouse and she instagrammed from inside the bathrooms because we all saw the images of um the penthouse because everywhere was writing about it like this is what the penthouse looks like yeah when it's empty yeah it's gigantic and it's known as it's reported to be the most expensive single hotel room in all of the united states of america so no big deal um and then we also the co-host with serena williams was genevieve hillis who is uh, megan's sorority sister from northwestern which i just think is so charming you have like this incredible superstar one of those talented athletes who's ever lived serena williams and then her sorority sister yeah no it's funny and also <laughs> gail King was there and gail king talked about this the next day on cbs this morning cbs this morning is how i start every morning (laughs) very nice (laughs) but so gail was like oh yeah it was megan and her friend genevieve i'm like oh thanks gail yeah truly very helpful with the details so what's been really bizarre and special and interesting about this event is how the details have come out days later so we kind of thought that seeing the celebrities go in the snowy front door would be as much as we would ever know about this event and like studying their bags you know like gail king had a gigantic bag and people were like what was in the bag gail um she's like don't be creepy i think someone said that I believe it was Amal Clooney, but someone had like two bags and they're like, oh my God, is it for twins? It's like, no, it's just two presents. Right. It's just two presents. Um, yeah. Because of course, we're all trying to pull out any details that we can. So in the last couple of days, more and more stuff and more details have come out in a way that's actually pretty surprising. Um, 
I don't know that I am equipped to have the analysis for this, but we know a lot of the vendors that were there. So it was catered by Jean-Georges, who has his restaurant in the Mark Hotel. So that's not super surprising that he would cater this event. And on the take, Megan has written about had written that she loved his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a big fan of his. So he Instagram storied some photos from the table of like macarons like and a video cake and everything and it's incredibly beautiful it's like the most the chicest sugar cookies you've ever seen in your life yes and people noted that of course there's a lot of pink on that table and green but also yeah green and purple so maybe those three colors just look nice it looks and it was like a it ladies was event pastels yeah just pastels um but it was really beautiful one eagle-eyed listener tweeted at us pointing out that if you look at the image, and I'm sure, yes, it was on Jean George's Instagram story, so it'll be disappearing by the time this episode comes out. But um, of course, that video is everywhere now and has been mm-hmm. screenshotted. But when they swirl around the table of desserts, there's a cake, and on the cake is a little Megan and a little Harry, like on sticks, almost like the top of a wedding cake. Mm-hmm. So that's really cute. Um, I liked that a lot. We saw the flowers because they took a flower arranging sort of class while they were yes, in there. That was so sweet because they don- they donated it to a charity that then gives the yes. flowers to different organizations. So a bunch of the flowers ended up at the Ronald McDonald house. Yeah, it was really lovely. And they, yeah, they uh, posted on Instagram about it. And it's just, wow, it was packed. It was a packed event, packed with celebrities, packed with star power we didn't see megan herself um go in or out of the shower we saw her go out of the hotel on her way to the airport where she flew private to london on a plane with the Clooney's, or at least a mall in the kids and a mall was said to have fronted the bill because it was a plane that a mall has used before casual 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 (laughs) yeah what the whole thing just sounds so amazing um I think all of those details are also being given because people love to judge her for spending too much money. And it's like, well, listen, rich Serena Williams paid for the shower, if that's what matters to you. And rich Amal Clooney (laughs) paid for the flights. So, like, everyone chill out. Um, But, yeah, it was a lot of glamour, a really big deal. It was, I think, you know, after everything she's had to deal with the past few months in the press or even like the past two years, but like she deserves it. Yeah. She deserves a nice, fun, glam day. And I need better friends. <laughs> I need richer friends. I need more generous friends. And my friends were very generous. One of them bought me a Corona on Saturday night and put the lime in the neck. That to me, I was like, what a good friend. Genuinely. That's really nice. It was a really nice thing to do. I would like a friend who's a world-class athlete wants to like <laughs> book a penthouse for me. Yeah. And so in the Harper's Bazaar article that we're looking at, and again, like all props to harpersbazaar.com for getting all the scoops. It's been really amazing. Mm-hmm. But they pointed out... Um, they quoted from a t- an old TIG post about Serena Williams because I am sort of fascinated by their friendship. Um, I don't doubt when Megan says that they're friends and Serena apparently just paid $200,000 for a party of hers. So I, I know that they're real friends. But she wrote about her on the TIG years ago. And it's just like nice to see the sort of origin of this. So qu- if I'm going to quote from the TIG briefly because it's so cute. Um she wrote, she quickly became a confidant. This is Megan speaking. She quickly quickly became a confidant. I would text when I was traveling, the friend I would rally around for her tennis matches, and the down-to-earth chick I was able to grab lunch with a couple of weeks ago in Toronto. They met um, at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. 
And so Serena was with her many um, years ago. Yeah, many years ago. This was she wrote this oh. um, on the TIG, so that would have been a couple of years ago itself. Um, and so yeah, they went to the polo bar the night before, and she was with her buddy, the guy from Soho House. Just like glam, glam, glam. And then she finally left. I really liked, of all the outfits we've seen Megan in, I might have to move up on my list of favorites her going to the plane in leggings and a stretchy sweatshirt. Me too. With a baseball cap. It was so, <laughs> so relatable. Also, wasn't the baseball cap from Abigail Spencer's yes. new show? Yes, from Rectify. I love it. And I truly, truly love that Serena hosted everything because Serena is someone who, if I was in the same room with her, I don't know what I would do. I am so in awe of her. Like, I, I would be like, what, what do I do with my hands? Like, how do I, like, I have to tell myself to breathe. Like, I would be so starstruck. So I just, I love that they're friends. But then, of course, there was another person who we would be very starstruck over. Yes. Who showed some support for our friend. Are you queuing something up? Yes. I have multiple <laughs> windows open. So please excuse me one moment. Please. Ah. <laughs> oh my god Thank you so that's a youtube video <laughs> <laughs> so of course on the same day that the big glamorous shower was happening that was happening like midday and around four or so on the east coast uh, was the brit awards in london and jay-z and beyonce won an award and they weren't present so they sent ahead to the brits a video of themselves accepting the award and they're standing in front of a painting of Meghan markle which is an illustration that we learned from elizabeth holmes's instagram stories was actually done for a sorority magazine yes so it was a commissioned illustration of Meghan as like a queen or a yes like princess. dripping in jewelry um and it just first of all when the video as i'm sure everyone listening has watched i liked how beyonce is like trying not to giggle like she's so proud of herself which is so on beyonce you know not that she's not proud of herself but to have that little giggle on her face like she's trying to repress it um and then they just turn around and it's very reminiscent of the um if i may ape shit video yes. that's what they're referencing that's what they were winning for and that's what they're referencing when they were in the louvre standing in front of the mona lisa but now they're standing in front of Megan um and then as if that weren't enough Beyonce put on her website a blog post just dedicated to Megan on Beyonce.com yeah it was all about um how Megan has done such great work with um her humanitarian work even before she became a royal and then it mentioned the royal wedding and they said that it, it was just such a beautiful wedding that really helped um push the conversation about race forward yes. and I don't know. I was watching all this unfold and I was just like, why didn't we record on Wednesday? <laughs> Listen, we needed it for today. I just, wow. I, I tweeted something like, is this the best day of Meghan Markle's life? No shade to her wedding. Like she had this incredibly glam baby shower and then Beyonce just like, surprise. And I do wonder if Meghan knew that was coming because it was just like such a big press day for her, you know? And just, wow. And I just love that Beyonce likes Meghan Markle. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah. She called her a melanated Mona, like Mona Lisa. Yep. Um, it was just so great. And she said, like, Congra we're so excited for your baby. Like, congratulations on your impending motherhood. Yeah. And I believe <sighs> it was Lainey Gossip who said that it was kind of like Beyonce was taking Meghan into her protection. She's like, no. Yes. Like, you stop it. You stop with the malarkey. Yes, which I appreciate. Yes. Um, so, of course, I just, I love... Beyonce standing for Megan. What a wonderful world. And of course, Beyonce and Serena have worked together on the incredible video. Um, 
for Sari off Lemonade. And now Serena is friends with Megan. I'm just like, could those three be at tea together so my head could just explode off my body? Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know. know if I can handle it. If there's like a picture of the three of them hanging out, I would just die. It'd be like cause of death, overexcitement <laughs> from picture of three people she worships. Imagine they just like have a play date with baby Sussex, um, Serena's baby, who I'm obsessed with. Um, great social media for um, the Alexis Ohanian baby. And then um, the twins, Beyonce's twins. If they could all have a play date. I know. Just prepare yourself. I would love it. Okay. So now more Megan stuff. Yeah. Listen, we would try to break it and we will break it up. We have other updates, but it's been a very Megan heavy time. Yes. It's a Megan week. So just get ready, everyone. So she's been in Morocco. They had a three day tour. We're recording this Monday night just to give context. I feel like now we have to say when we're recording because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Which I think should be okay because right now they're at a reception um, with Moroccan royalty so we already saw her dress I think we're good for now we might have wrapped up the tour while we're recording um but yeah so she got she left New York Wednesday night she landed in of course she went back to London first and then they landed the Sussexes landed in Morocco on Friday night now the very or sorry Saturday night so the very first appearance of them um was so glam can i tell you i think this is my favorite Meghan markle outfit oh dear ever wow the red valentino cape Uh, dress so just again glamour is my theme of tonight um yeah the little like cape um the very first time i saw it the caption on instagram said it was very jackie o and i was like yes it is extremely jackie o Mm -hmm. um i love the swing of it It was like very old-fashioned in the best possible way i loved the nude shoes and the incredibly gorgeous dior purse yes you know with like was also nude um and her hair was so pulled back but not too sleek it was like kind of I don't know how to describe voluminous. it. Voluminous. Voluminous, yes. Yeah, I know. It was it was beautiful. And then I th- I've been really into all of the fashions this entire trip. And it's kind of funny because she's pregnant, but I'm still like, oh, I want to wear all these looks. Like yeah. the same looks as like a woman in her third trimester because she just looks absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They after, of course, like the very glam Valentino look, um, their daytime activities have been pretty casual. Like she's been dressing pretty casually because they're involving horses and like taking a helicopter up to the Atlas, the top of the Atlas mountains to visit a girl's school. Mm -hmm. So things that aren't super appropriate to wear like crazy heels and go super glam. Um, So she's been doing a lot of like jeans and blazers with the sleeves rolled up and like stripy shirts and, you know, just her California cool, casual daytime looks. She wore this amazing bespoke Dior gown to a reception on Sunday night. Yes. Or I guess it would have been Sunday afternoon here because it was before all the Oscars stuff. Yeah, that's true. But it was just so glam because she looked so comfortable, yeah. which I don't know if you can be comfortable when you're that pregnant. I, I wouldn't know. We don't know. But she looked so comfy, but also so glamorous. And she was wearing so much Dior and it was just lovely. And then, you know, the next day, Monday, she wore this pleated black dress with a white blazer from Aritzia. And I really liked it. I was like, dang, I want to recreate that look in the spring. With the big gold earrings. I loved that. Yeah, no, I was just like, I want to wear everything she's wearing. Like, I guess yeah. my my style inspiration is pregnancy. That's <laughs> true. We're learning a lot here. I also like she wore the little birdie flat, birdies flats. Yes, she which did. I recall we both put on our Christmas list. No, sure. we put Rothies. Were they Rothies? Okay. But then she wore all. birdies. So. I just love when she wears practical, affordable shoes. I'm like, oh yes, I'll take some of those, please. Yeah, and then she wore a J. Crew coat on um, Monday when she was visiting a stable. 
for horses, of course. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy that exact J. Crew coat, but I bought I think the next year or two's yeah. um uh version. So I have a similar one and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that green one. I mean everybody does. Yeah, like super cute, casual, almost like kind of army with all the pockets and stuff. Yeah, I I was just into all these appearances. I think Harry looked great. Um, and it was also it was their kind of events, you know, again, visiting an all women an all girls school, um, at a school high in the mountains where girls don't often get education. So she was, as always, supporting girls' education. Megan reportedly spoke French. Yes. Yeah, she spoke French to them. And apparently, I mean, the way, of course, the Daily Mail chose to put it, the headline was like, embarrassed Harry because he doesn't speak French. And she did. Like, she was a better diplomat than him is essentially what it was implying. What the Daily Mail was implying, for the record, not me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh I'm I'm very proud of her that, of course, she could just pull that out. I wish that was a skill I had. As we now know, Lisa does not have that skill. No, I do not. Um, so, yeah, just like very typical Megan, just pulling another language out of her butt. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, she's just I, there. It's them at their best. I yeah. think was this trip. They had such great stuff. And then um, one of the events, she got a natural henna tattoo, yes. which was um, for good luck for her pregnancy. Yeah. And Little lovely. flowers on her hand. Of course, since everyone like jumps to this natural henna, which is brown and dry from plants, has no added chemicals and is safe for a pregnant person. Of course, everyone's like, I just have to mention this. I don't want to like give it too much air, but people are like, should she be in Morocco? Should she be flying? Like today they went to a I don't know if it was a cooking school, but it was a cooking event, right? With mm-hmm. a famous chef. Yeah. And she ate everything. And people were like, should she be eating everything in Morocco? And it's like, do you think she's not taking care of her health? Yeah. Do you think the most famous pregnant person on this earth tr- actually is not taking care of her health? No. Like, you know, they're doing everything right. It's just, I mean, it speaks to wonders. Like, I mean, look at Serena Williams. When she was pregnant with Olympia, she won the Australian Open. Yeah. So pregnant women can do stuff. They can do stuff. Like she's taking care of herself. I'm just like eye roll. Um, and then as we were about to record, uh, Megan set out for um, the final sort of formal event with the Moroccan royalty. And she's wearing this stunning blue Carolina Herrera dress. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. It's not, it's not my favorite of the trip. I love the color. and I love the pattern. I just it's like a lot of fabric. It's kind of overwhelming her, I think. My favorite is... The red. The red. I mean, the red is just absolutely stunning. I just think it's so so breathtaking. Yeah. And also shout out to the Faux Girls because, of course, when we had them on in like December, um, we asked them for predictions for Megan's maternity style. And they, of course, said cape dresses. And for a long time, we got no capes. And then here we are in like the third trimester, capes aplenty. And they tweeted, they did a, a shout out to Royally Obsessed. They tweeted like, just saying, we predicted on Royally Obsessed that there would be capes. And now we have capes. This is an excellent transition because oh, yes. the Fug Girls had some really exciting news. And I think anyone who's a fan of them and or a fan of the Royal We is probably ge- geeking out the way that we are right now. Yeah. It took me a second to say geeking. <laughs> I don't know. Like my throat is so coated with throat calming tea. Calm down. But go ahead. So they had an announcement today on their Twitter. It says, um, it's true. We finally have some exciting news. Bex and Nick and Freddie are back. So the Royal We was their first book. Or not their first book, but the first book in this series. And it followed an American named Bex Mm -hmm. who falls in love with a handsome prince when she's at college. So it's kind of like both of the real life royal situations um she ends up with nick and he has a brother named freddie who's Who's a a 
like rapscallion ginger haired person. Yes. And so the announcement was, um, this was a screenshot they posted. The Fug Girls, Heather Cox and Jessica Morgan's The Air Affair, a sequel to The Royal We, presenting the next chapter in the lives of the British royal family as they discover that making it down the aisle was actually the easy part. It's going to be published in spring 2020. Spring 2020, which is far away, and I'm not good with patience, but maybe being the connected media ladies that we are, we can get some sort of early copy. Hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, so that's, oh, we're so excited for you guys. Yes. Um, not to backtrack, but I just remembered in my packet of stories that I wanted to mention, like, one adorable other thing from the Morocco trip. So today's event, um, you know, they did a they went to a cooking school in Rabat um, where they had a demonstration of kids from underprivileged backgrounds learning traditional Moroccan recipes from one of the top chefs in the country. Moha Fadal. Apologies if I'm not doing the best pronunciation of that. Um, But so she gave him a copy of her cookbook, of course, the community cookbook one. Um, And she wrote, Chef Mohar, wishing you continued success and congratulating you on your incredible work and engaging the community in cooking. All the best, Megan. And the chef told the couple he'd like to cook for them if they ever returned to Morocco. And Megan pointed at her baby bump and said, the whole family next time. Aww. It's so cute. (laughs) I love it so much. I love when they're on tours. And it's nice that this one's not too long because some other stuff happened this week. Let me cue up another video. Oh, please. That I have loaded on my phone. Will it be at the right time? We'll see. (laughs) I love you having show and tell it all. Oh, it's genuinely quite stressful. <laughs> so, um, uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Gone ask. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love her so much. If anybody like was not familiar with Olivia Coleman before, they know her now. Yes. Um, so we, of course, we have talked about The Favorite a lot. We watched it last fall. Um, we had a whole royal movie special with Rachel from Vulture in November, December. Um, a great episode, if I do say so myself. And mm-hmm. so we loved The Favorite and Olivia Coleman won Best Actress at the Academy Awards last night. It was really exciting. I mean, I also really love Glenn Close, so I felt kind of like torn. Yeah. You know, it's it's sad. It's like I'm rooting for both of them, but I think that Olivia Coleman is just so adorable. And every time she's won something on this award circuit, she's just given like adorable speeches. She's just so awkwardly cute and British and everybody loves her. And this is so great because she's going to be Queen Elizabeth on the crown whenever it comes out. So this is just like, I like to think Netflix is starting its campaign. Yeah, I actually saw a tweet like that that was like, if Netflix had their druthers, they should have just posted some sort of like trailer for the crown. But Uh. they're not ready to do that, I don't think. (laughs) So also they don't need more publicity. Like I'm count I am the publicity machine for the crown season three. Basically anytime something drops on Netflix, I'm like, this is my life now. Like I just watched all of Russian doll. Yeah. And I didn't even know about it, even though places I work for wrote about it, but I didn't read everything. No, listen. But then I watch it all I'm like, this is amazing. Has anyone heard of it? And everyone's like Literally everyone has. <laughs> it's all anyone is watching. Um, but yeah, I, The Crown, any minute now. But I do think that seeing The Favorite and watching this uh, award circuit for Olivia Coleman has made me yet more excited. I also loved Emma Stone's like 
absolute adoration of her. Yes. That was really cute. Like she wouldn't let go of her when that when she was announced and she kept saying, Oh my god, just repeatedly. She was mm-hmm. so excited. I I love when women support women. Yes, yeah, that one shot where they cut to Emma and she's standing and she's just like has her hands clasped, eyes full of tears looking up at her. I was like, that is the kind of treatment she deserves. So that was a great little moment. If anyone hasn't seen the movie, you really need to. It's really good. It's yeah. hilarious. It's dark. Yeah. It's I don't know. I think it was my favorite movie that I saw this year, but I did not see a lot of movies. And I was watching some clips of movies last night um, from the Oscars. And I was like, man, I need to watch more movies. Yeah, I did. Of course, you watch Oscars and you're like, okay, I guess I'll finally watch Roma. Or like, hmm, you know what? Maybe I will not wait to see Vice on a plane. Maybe I'll just buy Vice now, whatever. You know, I like that story. I lived through it. So, uh, yeah. So it was a great, a great little award show. Who needs hosts for the Oscars? It was a great, great. I don't know. Great we broadcast. need hosts for podcasts. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, other things need hosts, but the Oscars just do without. Us. Just us. Just us. We could host the Oscars. Sure. We need a lot of note cards. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so the Cambridges, last time we chatted, we were discussing how they are on a ski vacation, or so we believed. Well, yeah, because people were like, they're either on vacation or staycation. Yes. So we got a sort of an answer. They have skied in the past as we've discussed we were talking about the photos and of course that's how William and Kate were outed as a couple was on a ski vacation Um, but so that's where people thought they were taking their kids for their half term break which by the way is what they call it I learned from reading these articles today (laughs) remember we were like it's spring break in February half term did you I said because I read it last week and I was like I think that's like a spring break. Well, okay. All right. Sorry. I was just like, oh, that's what it's called. Half term break. Um, So we thought they were skiing. They were not. Uh, The Daily Mail reported that Kate Middleton was seen by locals in near their Amner Hall mansion swimming at a spa, a luxury spa with um, George and Charlotte. Wow. Yes. So. A lot of adorable details from this. First, Kate was spotted in the pool wearing, quote, full makeup, pearl earrings, and her iconic engagement ring. I don't know. Okay. From what I've seen of paparazzi photos of Kate out in her private time, she's not always wearing that ring. No. Not in a pool. Yeah, I can't really imagine she would be in the pool with her giant ring. I also can't imagine her in full makeup. In pearls in a Pool. Like, like she's very casual when she goes to like that dollar store in Norfolk. So why all this? Whatever. Um, so that um there were some other funny little details. She was wearing a maroon swimsuit, tried to blend in with the relaxing couples. Then she organized swim races for the two children and they took little dives off the side. Um This is my favorite sentence. Let me find it. Um, The children were well behaved and both were practicing their diving. Kate was organizing little races for them and they did it around four or five times. She would say, ready, steady, go, and then do a downward chopping action in the water to indicate the start of the race. How cute is that? That is really cute. And it said George naturally won all the races. He was swimming in the front like a dog paddle style uh charlotte was doing sitting dives she was squatting on the sides with her arms up in the dive position and she kept saying look mommy i'm diving in do you feel the ache in your chest that i feel when i read that sentence the problem is i'm so thrown off by the people the person saying that she was wearing her ring and pearls in the pool (laughs) that i'm like i don't know if i believe any of this that's fair i mean it could but so it could easily take the good and leave the bad well what i keep thinking is imagine you're having like a nice day with your kids at the pool you're just living your life but you kind of look a little bit like kate middleton so your life's probably better than ours Mm. but then everyone's like 
oh look so i don't know it could be her and i mean yeah. i don't know but. for the most part it's a it's a very pleasant report it's like that the, the kids were polite that they were good swimmers that they seemed confident in the water um uh, George did ask to go outside to use the hot tub and she said no. <laughs> when the children tried to jump in the water, Kate frequently indicated no and shook her finger and then she pointed out the no diving signs uh, to both children who then seemed appeased. Just hysterical. Aww. Okay, I'll just take the good. I'll, I'll like believe it all because this yeah. all sounds so cute. It is super cute. Um, I like that as always, the, aside from this person, you know, giving a report to the Daily Mail, usually the people of Norfolk sort of leave them alone and let mm -hmm. them be normal, which I applaud. Um, I don't know that I would have the restraint, but I applaud them. That's why they choose to live there. So yay to the Cambridges. And now that the break is presumably over, maybe we'll start seeing them at events again. Yeah, come on, guys. Hang out with us. I'm ready. Um, what else do we have going on? Um, Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> she is very active on social media. I'm sure everyone who's listening knows that. She's very funny on Instagram, very funny on Twitter. And so she recently tweeted something that got a surprising reaction well what's funny is she wasn't speaking about the royals the royal a royal reached out to her so yes. she said like apropos of nothing um b is such an adorable name someone name their kid b please i'm not ready for another daughter and john says no more dogs i will be their godparent um and so lots of people responded to her tweet being like i'll be your god kid and all these things um but the reply that of course got the most attention was from princess beatrice herself <laughs> She said, I, she tweeted, I would adore to be your goddaughter. And Tegan replied, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, which is appropriate. Yes. I think it's pronounced Bia. Bia? B-E-A? Yeah, I just say B. Hmm. Like Beatrice. No? Maybe uh, I think we just found our vote on Instagram stories for the week. <laughs> would you say B or Beatrice? Or Bia, rather. Interesting. Interesting. In Interesting. any case, as I've said, those York girls, very good at social media. And yet another example of why Meghan Markle should be allowed to have her own Instagram account. Yes. Please. Yes. All of them. I would love to see Harry's own account. I would encourage all of it. I love it. Before we adjourn the Royal Pod, we have some highs and lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Please, Caitlin, tell me your low. My low, my low, of course, is that the New York trip is over. That'll be a continuous low for a couple of weeks. Um, or no more so, and maybe I shouldn't use this one up now, but all these, like a great heavy Megan week just reminds me that like soon we won't have any Megan weeks for a while because she'll go on maternity leave. <laughs> of course, it'll be the most joyous day of my year when she has the baby, but then she'll go dark for a while and that makes me sad. So she's packing it all in now. And that's my low. Not to be a bummer. But then to add a high, I'm glad that she gets maternity leave because oh, everyone yeah. should have parental leave. Yes. Paid. Please. Paid parental leave. That'd be cool. Um, Milo will just be malarkey because malarkey keeps on malarkin. That's true. Um, for high, I have so many. It's just been such a wonderful time. Beyonce, the calf the Valentino red dress, mm -hmm. Olivia Coleman and everything about her. It's hard to choose. Um, but what I will go with is that as we were about to go and record, I went on our royally obsessed Facebook group. And this is, I learned it from you guys, so thank you for being so on top of this, uh, that Buckingham Palace announced that there will be an event next Tuesday, March 5th, where the entire gang will be there to celebrate um, the 50-year anniversary of Prince Charles' investiture. Um, of course, it gives me a week to figure out what investiture means. I looked it up, and it basically means, like, 50 years since he 
took on duties, um, essentially. Oh. Yeah. And so it'll be like 50 years of his service to the country and the Commonwealth. And we'll get both Cambridges, both Sussexes, and of course, Camilla will be there as well. Oh. And the Queen. The whole gang. The whole gang. Um, the only disappointing thing is that apparently it will be a daytime event, so we will not get tiaras. Come on. Yeah, so it's a high and a low. But I'm I'm always happy anytime the entire gang is together. And another fancy event. So, great. Mm. My high is a moment from the Morocco trip where um, Megan was getting a necklace put on as part of um, one of their visits. And then her hair got a little bit tangled. And so Harry just kind of picked up her ponytail and sorted it all out. And it was very cute and natural because they're, they, of course, have their adorable PDA moments. But this was just like such an off-the-cuff thing where... You know, I think about um, the way that everyone found out about uh, Princess Margaret and Peter Townsend was because she picked a little bit of lint off his jacket. And it's they said, like, this is the most intimate thing you can do. And so whenever they have moments like this where it's like, oh, they're so close, of course, he's like just helping her hair. Right. Like, it's just a husband and wife thing to do. But it's just like a little peek at how he's like looking out for her and yeah. noticing things. And f- listen, Meghan Markle has amazing hair and her husband should be fluffing it at every possible opportunity and making sure it looks its best. So bravo to Harry. Bravo to Meghan for having such an amazing head of hair. And you guys can drop us an email at infogallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the Royals. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Here is a real review from H.C. Disney. Would you like to read this? Because it has a comment about me that I don't know if I (laughs) don't know how you feel about it. Um, So H.C. Disney writes, I can't believe it took me this long to find this podcast. I started listening from the beginning maybe two weeks ago and just finished the 50th celebration episode. Good Lord. 50 episodes in two weeks. That's incredible. Wow. I don't know anybody in my personal life who would do that for me. So, wow. Um, That's a lot. That's a lot. Thanks. Caitlin and Lisa are so relatable and I love their honest reactions to the Royals. They make the Fab Four and fam feel like people I actually know and now care about as if they're in my own circle. The podcast is as bubbly as champagne and there have been many moments where I laugh out loud. P.S. Is it just me or does Lisa sound a lot like the hilarious Vanessa Bear? I love it. Well, I think that's a compliment. Definitely. I just never got that. No. It just never went in my mind before. I never thought about that. Vanessa Bear was on Saturday Night Live, of course, if that name wasn't written yeah, in mean, media she's- bell talented comedian hilarious i am a big fan of hers but just like oh interesting interesting so you know maybe you guys feel the same um we also have one more review that we (laughs) screenshotted for today um would you like to read this or will it make something pop in your eye she's reading it right now off the paper and seeing what i'm referring to oh caitlin i've already read it um shall i yes okay um from mandy shoe hi girl so the subject line is first review update hi girls i have to say that i apologize for my harsh first impression you are funny to listen to thank you for your hilarious commentary i think it's funny yes thank you for the update i I don't know we get some like very specific uh, comments with like very detailed reactions to us so I appreciate an yeah. update yeah sure I'll take it also Mandy gave us three stars out of five so you know apologize for the harsh first impression but sticking with three it's fine it's fine it's we live in honesty I appreciate everyone's honesty mm-hmm. especially when it's well-intentioned it's just so funny um, I'm glad you came around Mandy thank you for being here 
Um, you guys can follow the show on Instagram at Rarely Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Rarely Obsessed. Caitlin, where can people follow you? You can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. You can follow me, Lisa, at Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at The Cut. Woo! And until next week, God save the pod. What else will happen? Do you think she's coming back to New York? I gotta take a nap. (laughs) Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.